Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me as always is John. Howdy, howdy. And we are here to present to you for your viewing pleasure. Which, <laughs> where, where are you going with that? That's a, that, was, that was a thing. Hey, right. your viewing pleasure. <laughs> you want it? It's good. It's, it's, I was hoping you I am so ready. I was hoping you Are you would. ready for movie? I hope you are because we have good one. He's good. Yes. <laughs> what movie do we I have? I couldn't do it anymore. That's so why I was hoping you would take over. Oh, that's fine. That's why I got kind of quiet. Uh, so movie that we're going to be watching tonight, uh, what is it? It's Off Season from 2021 slash 2022. So apparently it came out in South by Southwest in 2021. Oh, well, we're in Texas. Then, we'll just go with that. And then it went to 2022 was like the theatrical release, mm. which I don't remember there being a theatrical release. I have never heard of this movie. Yeah. Uh, so we're going with 2021 because that makes more sense and that's what everything else is saying, even though I don't think that that should be fair. Like, it's like, oh yeah, we, we let it out in a con at one point and, you know, maybe 18 people saw it I really, because they were really wasted that, and doing stuff. That makes me want to go to tell you right horror show so uh, bad. You know, you know, like maybe if you guys put that crap up on the internet like you did that one year, we could all watch it. But no, they don't want anybody to see your movie. We were just so they excited. They just want to hold it off in a corner. <sighs> And not let it be shown. Thanks a lot, Telluride. Like, oh yeah, it might let people actually see some of these movies. Ooh. Even though we do want to go, maybe we could have a Patreon so that way, you know, we can get like donations and stuff to Eventually, go. Eventually, that'd be cool. That would be pretty cool. Anyways, so we're watching Off Season, uh, which is, you know, from 2021, like we just said. Yes, and we're going to be watching it on Shutter, so I'm excited yes. about that because we hardly ever get to use our it, Shutter. It is also on stuff. Hulu, though. So it's yeah, on Hulu and Hulu, Shutter. you got to say, like, if you don't pay for the Hulu, like... You gotta you gotta sit through the the commercials. Who wants to wait for commercials well, on that stuff? I get, I, even if you, I think even if you do pay for it, like in certain areas, like you still have to to get like you have to get the like the premium. Right, and it's weird because I didn't used to have to sit through ads yeah. whenever I watched a movie. It was only whenever I was watching TV shows, which is why it would drive me crazy whenever I was watching Golden Girls, and then I would have to stop. And it was like four ad. minutes of of ads. Yeah, it was more ads than we would get through the the ads for like the TV show. And you because, cannot stop it. No, and there's or there's, skip. And it, like sometimes they'll get pissy and they'll put up something. They're like, oh, you got to push a button. Or, or we'll keep doing it for four minutes. Yeah, it's like, here, cho like, choose on. your choose your ad that you want to watch. Like, I'm I like, don't really? want to choose my damn ad experience. <sighs> I want you to, to, to go on because I don't want to watch your show. If I wanted to watch your ad, I'd be watching the ad somewhere. I could find that on YouTube. Easily. Yeah, but we're not going to be doing that. We're going to be watching it on Shudder. Uh, and this is good because we get to learn a little bit more about the movie by watching it without commercials, thank God. <laughs> uh, we get to find out uh, who the writer-director is. Yep, writer-director is Mickey Keating, who is... Uh, who actually did 2015's pod. Yep. This is a story of a family intervention gone wrong with a, I want to say it's a brother who is a, like, it's weird. It's like pushing like that scariest thing since X-Files. I'm like, all the stuff you showed me in the trailer has people getting attacked by a guy with a rifle. I was like, like why is it called pod? That, that... I, I mean, it's got a giant pod on the front, you know, thing. So I assume aliens are involved in it somehow. Hmm. I hope. Well, he also did a 2016's Carnage Park. Which reminds me a little bit of The Hunt. I watched the trailer for it. Again, I watched all these trailers because I, I wanted to see what Mickey Keating... I was like, it, you know, impress me, Mickey Keating. You know, show me what you got. And, well, uh, remember, though, sometimes it's not his fault. It'll be the person who does the the. Uh, yeah, but I, I wanted to get at least a little bit of a vibe off of it. Right, um, right. Which was interesting because this one was uh, a couple of bank robbers grab a person and then drive them out in the middle of nowhere and then they find, like... She gets away, goes through a fence, and then finds, like, a creepy, like, um, old record player, like, one of the kid ones, mm -hmm. and it's, like, all wobbly, so she puts it on, and then she realizes that she's getting shot at by some dude with a sniper rifle. What the heck? Which I'm like, is... the Mickey Keating, does he have a problem with, like, like, PTSD, like, vets coming back and, like, putting them in, like, a Hunger Games scenario where they're trying to kill him the entire time? Because there's two movies that he's got that came out relatively close to each other. Where the main character, or at least one of the main characters, is a, a vet who's trying to kill somebody. Eh. A little bit odd. True. Uh, and then there's also 2017 Psychopaths. Which is pretty much The Purge, but with psychopaths. Which is funny, because uh, well, this is actually sh the one that does show Larry Fessenden. He's actually um, Starkweather. He's Charles Starkweather in this one, uh, who is a, a, a serial killer. 
Um, at least I, I like 99% sure that's real. The reason why I know the name Charles Starkweather is because the of the Frighteners. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's one more than, than Starkweather. That is totally <sighs> what I thought of. And, but I Holy think, cow, I you like, know, this is the second time that this was mentioned. So I'm beginning to think that he was actually a person. I mean, like all, people. all of the bells and whistles were going off. Like, Holy cow. I know that name. Where's yeah. it from? But this one is it, like, it was actually pretty funny. They, there's one guy walking around with a, like a bunny mask on or like a little kid mask on. And it reminded me like, I was like, oh no, it's the backwoods strangler you know just like the whole time i was just like oh god scare package don't, reference don't don't follow my goo um <laughs> so i, I don't know so that that was much earlier than scare package but still it's pretty fun looking so i'm i'm excited about that and we've got some people in this who is you know interesting to see them we got uh jocelyn donahue uh who played a young lorraine lambert in insidious chapter two uh from 2013 uh she was lucy stone in one of our previous episodes dr sleep Mm-hmm. So she was in that one. Uh, and then in 2019's I Trapped the Devil. Ooh. I don't remember that one. Uh, we didn't watch that one. Oh, okay. I assume somebody trapped the devil, though, in it. Like, I, you know, if I go in there and there was no devil trapping, I'm going to be very I'll upset. Be very I'll upset. just be like, where was the devil trapping? There needs to be at least 30% more devil trapping. And it better trapping. look exactly like the one that they used in Supernatural. It needs to be at least, like, 50 plus one. It needs to be 50% plus one to be named... I trap the devil. If you trap the devil for like ten percent of it, and the devil like gets out, and then the rest of the movie is like, you know, barefoot in the park or something like that, I'm gonna be very angry. Well, they trap the devil though, technically. Well, yeah, for, they trap him for like a little bit, but if he bit. gets out, like I mean, it's you know, if I'm, I'm, you know, if somebody's not dropping peanut butter that falls on the ground, you know, butter side down or whatever, that I, I don't remember the rules from Devil. But I'm I'm sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot was, about that movie. Just, yeah. I was like, "What the I don't hell forget, are you talking I don't ever about?" Forget those movies. I was genuinely concerned. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I, I never forget those so, movies. So uh, it's not on that. Well, it should be I trapped the devil. It we, should be I, I had an occasion with the devil, and then here's the rest of the movie. So we also have in this movie <laughs> Joe Swanberg, who was in 2011's You're Next. That's the one with the creepy wolf mask, right? Um, close, but it's not creep. But it's no, yes. no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, not that wolf mask. Yeah, yeah but they don't know. Oh. So that's why well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. They've seen yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on there, yeah. Okay. I, I haven't seen it. Anyways, and then uh, also 2012's VHS. Yes, it was in uh, the second honeymoon section where he played Sam. Uh, and that's pretty much all that was interesting to me. Uh, he looks like a really kind of <laughs> creepy dude. Sorry, I feel Joe. a little bad. Sorry, Joe. Because I, I normally pull up something on these, but I was just like, uh, and that's it. That's, uh, that's all I had left over for him. I, I I'm sure I'll recognize him whenever I see him, though. Trying to watch other things was the problem. Let's see, Joe. Let's, I, you know, I got the I got the page open. Let's let's look at it. Uh, he was in uh, Drinking Buddies. He was the angry car guy in Drinking Buddies from 2013. Thank you so much, it's Joe. Yeah, working that guy, hard. That guy does not look familiar. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so next as, person, as you can see, like it just. Like, I feel kind of bad because I think in this movie he plays, like, the whiny guy. And I'm wondering if he plays the whiny guy and everything else. Like, that's just the, oh, oh great, it's the whiny guy. I'm actually really excited about this next guy, so I'm totally going to introduce that guy. So it's Richard Brake, who was uh, Dr. Wolfgang Orlock from the 2022 version of The Munsters. It was Dr. Wolfgang and Orlock. Okay, sorry. Um, And then I'm I'm actually... I know this one because he's in 2005's Doom where he played Portman. Yes. And Portman was the one who liked shoe boys. That's right. Uh-huh. And he wore oh. like the really bad shoes and the I white was like, pants. I was like, there's no way that you're going to remember this guy, but he's been in a ton of movies. Yeah, no, no. I totally know who like, he is. That's, that's like, I was like really surprised by like, he's been in a sheer He was also a Mandy. He was yeah. a Mandy. He he's been in a ton of stuff. I love that I guy. I was excited about. He is so... That's why I got, like, super excited and I had to introduce that guy because yeah. he's so cool and, and, like, creepy. The nice thing is, is that he was also uh, not too much of a creepy guy in 2011's Water for Elephants. I, I can't imagine him being not creepy. I, I, maybe he was creepy in Water for Elephants. I never watched that movie, but I, I assume mean, that there's, like, one person squeeing in the background. It's like, oh, I love that movie. Edward. They're finally talking about something I love. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, I don't know. who's next? Uh, we also have, uh, what is it, Melora? Melora Walters. Walters. Ooh, that's an interesting uh, name. It was in 2004's Butterfly Effect, so we got that. Uh, we got Jeremy Gardner, who was in 2012's The Battery, which is this weird offbeat zombie movie where he's in it, and there's like a couple other shows. Like, he's he's in this movie, and it, I think he wrote and directed it, but he also had Larry Fessenden in it, which is weird because Larry Fessenden is also in this movie. He was, uh, you know, we know him from uh, We Are Still Here. 
Uh, we know him as Jacob from Jacob's Wife. So two episodes that we've done on. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, but it's weird. I actually started looking at the rest of the the uh, movies by Mickey Keating. Larry Fessenden is in all of them except for the very first movie that he did, which only has like three people. Maybe he didn't know him at that point. Maybe. It, and then afterwards, he's like, you're totally cool. You're going to be in every single one of my movies. Well, maybe Larry Fessenden was like, you're totally cool. I'll be in every single one of your movies. Yeah, true. It was like, you know, it's Larry Fessenden. So maybe you can always besties. You can always find room for Larry Fessenden. It just shows up in the middle of nowhere. It's like, hey, we got a radio station on for like five minutes. Time for Larry Fessenden to be in here. Why maybe, not? Maybe Mickey and Larry are like best friends. They're just cool with each other. That's why they just, just get like, each other Christmas presents every year and hang out and drink beers and they're like there's some kind of like Super Bowl. like somebody's married to somebody else's like sister or something like that. <laughs> now, like, now they're brothers. Now I need to make sure that you're in like you're doing something. Like, they're like, oh, my best friend is marrying my my sister. Oh my god, you know, so, I don't know something like that. <laughs> well, now we have to do research. Anyway, I don't want to. Anyways, all I right, just, let me have this happiness in my head. I am super excited about this one. We saw the trailer for it. It looks spooky kind of creepy it has a little bit of an hp lovecraft feel to me maybe it's the island part so the weirdest thing to me and it doesn't make any sense because i i don't know where this island is supposed to be i feel like it's supposed to be like up north like a like a new englandy thing but everything else is kind of telling me that it's florida because i kept getting this duma key feel off of it duma okay. key by stephen king yeah yeah so like when like that book came out, my folks were like, "Hey, let's you know go down to the Keys because we were in Key West and stuff like that." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "This is weird. This is a weird place." And <laughs> no wonder, like, oh my god, Stephen King, of course, wrote something about this. And then we had Matinee, uh, you know, the 1993 movie Matinee. Yes. Um, so that's what the the rest of like the foliage that we see in the trailer looks like. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, are they like a creepy new england town or are they like wow it's really hot like i don't think evil can be done in a southern town like like that blatantly just because it's really hot outside and I don't you know. don't want to do that much I, i've been to florida it's kind of creepy sometimes yeah but it, like i mean it, like that's just the like, normal creep not, that you would creepy have for so florida. much as just skeezy yeah <laughs> I mean, well that was that was the only that we went. only sometimes only but sometimes I, i'm just saying like you know it's it's really hot outside it's super humid do you really want to be doing that much evil it's not like i trapped the devil in florida because nobody would believe that well that just means that you have to do evil in the nude <sighs> just sticky just really in, in bikinis i'm gonna do the stickiest evil why would you say I need to, it oh, like that get my fan out you have like a portable fan Ew. to do evil. Anyway, we'll see if that's the case. We're going to pause it here. We will be right back. So Again, weird. if you want to watch this, uh, just you know, pause it here. Go watch it. It's going to be on Shudder. Uh, and, and really, what else are you going to be watching on Shudder? You know, probably one of the Joe Bobs, like for the 18th time. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. That's what you Every do. now and then. Every time. Yep. But we'll see you in a second. Sticky evil. Sticky. Gross. <laughs> Listen to me. I have something to tell you. Please come at once. Your mother's grave has been vandalized. This is an emergency. I have to get to the cemetery as soon as possible. Please. She didn't want to come back here. She didn't want to be buried here. There's something wrong with this place. The island ain't very big. I'll be a real friend to you. <laughs> Can we please get out of here? Yes. Jesus. What the? This is the way we came? It's been one road we've been on the well, entire time. Well, turn around. We've got to get out of here. No, 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 no. What is happening right now? She said that the people on this island made a deal with a demon. George? Are you here? Hello? And we're back. We are back. That was disappointing. Oh, I was so, so disappointed. disappointed. Oh. Oh, you know what the, the worst part was? Was the fact that the characters were just unlikable. Like, even the girl was unlikable for a while there. She was unlikable at the end. Yeah. She just, just sucked. You know what, though? The reason why I feel like, uh, for a lot of movies, the reason why we just do not like the main protagonist is because 
they do really stupid shit, which I, I get is normal in horror movies. I mean, obviously, it's a huge trope for horror movies. But if you have a gun with you, on you, you go through the trouble of going and finding a gun, you keep it with you. I assume it's, it's just, maybe it was just because she's a New Yorker. You also don't unload four bullets. You, you into unload a door. one bullet into your boyfriend, but four bullets into a door when you could have just broken the window. Although technically, I guess one bullet works. So technically, if she took out the whole town. Oh, she could have. Yeah. No, nah, if she brought a shotgun or like set things on fire, right? everything would have been great. Like, Literally, that would have been my, uh, my choice to do on anything. But let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, what we have here is a uh, failure to communicate. No. Well, I mean, technically we do, especially when it comes to uh, the the uh, Marie, which I it was boy and girl for me for the most of it part, because we don't really get a whole lot of of names drops right there was a lot of drag in this movie like it it does it does focus on marie and whatever the hell that dude's name is george george that's right george his bitch was my name for him just like because he just couldn't stop whining so constantly so marie gets a letter or i'm sorry so we start off with a, a woman who is telling her I totally forgot what the hell she was talking to her about. That one would be Melora Walters as Ava, who is Marie's mother. Yes. And they're having a conversation. She's like, so the I guess we get to see the conversation later on, which is don't bring me back to the place I was born because I don't want to be there. But the best I could tell was, yeah, that's not what I thought. Everything was okay. Blah, blah, blah. I. Yeah, because she starts she screaming screams. out for no reason. Yeah, yeah. We then get a letter that says, hey, uh, your mother's, protag lady. Your, your mother's gra- grave has been desi- desi- desecrated? Desecrated. Vandalized. Yeah, vandalized. I think they said. There has been vandalized. And I was Vandalism. Sitting, I was sitting there. Oh, Lord. It was very hot out that day because there was so much vandalism. We must cancel the cotillion. Oh, Lord. But, uh, yes, yeah, so the way that we get it is Marie from New York whose mother was a film star that we find out much later. Was she from New York? Uh, what, Marie? Yeah. Well, she's in New York. I assume that, she, I mean, you know, we don't know. Like, I mean, Was she in New York? She was from New York, okay. yes. She I, was, she, I genuinely the, do not the remember. The whole thing happens in New York. <laughs> I genuinely don't like, remember. Like, her, all of her previous stuff was happening in New York. Okay, and okay. She, she has the New York, and then, then even George is like, when we get back to New York. So my assumption is, is that she has something to do in and around New York. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I did forget about yeah, that part. It also explains the clothing that she wears, because she's wearing uh, an April O'Neil-style trench coat thing going down with the button-ups. Which I thought was I think it's just a regular was, trench coat. It was yellow. It was not it yellow. Was it was banana yellow. It was not. It was stupid yellow. It was khaki. And it was yellow as hell. And she's wearing... And I like, had no idea that you the, were this colorblind. The boyfriend was wearing... Uh, was it like... Uh, like What's that That terrible name? It's, it's not... Um, it's it's like a T. It starts with a T. It's like a... I don't know. It was it was just... Uh, I don't know. It was like, like the professor shirt. Was what he was wearing. Oh my god! Tweed. He was wearing tweed. <laughs> the man was wearing tweed. Anyway. Anyway, so like, basically, she gets a letter that says, "Hey, somebody effed up your mom's grave. Come down here." So she goes down there. We meet the bridge man, played by the ever nice uh, Richard Blake, and then our protagonist Jocelyn Donahue, who's playing Marie, and Joe Swanberg, who's playing Bitchy McGee. Will not shut the hell up. Oh my god, dude, why? I'm so glad when you die. Uh, is being, yeah, George. I guess that's George. On that yeah, one. that's that's George. Uh, they drive out. and let, let me explain to you the part that pisses me the hell off. They drive up there, and the main guy, the, the bridge guy, is like, Ain't nobody coming down here till, till spring. We's closed. And George is like, Can you do that? Can they do that? And I'm like, Bro, calm the fuck down. Like, like, immediately, he's just like, can they do that? Can they close down an entire island? I'm like, I'm sure they can do whatever the hell they want if it's their own damn island. I'm like, obviously. Like, city ordinances allow you to do a hell of a lot of shit there, George. They're trying to do it. I mean, I'm sorry, George. Uh, You know, you're telling me that New York doesn't have any weird laws that only affect people in New York? You know, that that kind of pop-up at random? Come on, man. It's weird. It, It was weird. So, so. They can't do that, can they? 
so she ends up telling him, no, look, my mother's grave's been vandalized. I need to get get up there. And he's like, oh, oh, it's you. Okay, go ahead. He doesn't say that part. We do get that kind of vibe, though, because he stares at her all weird. And, of course, everything at this point is weird staring. Like, she's, like, looking so forward and staring. concerned. He's looking all weird. George won't shut up. And we're just begging for death. And then, so that happens. They, they... They get to the graveyard. This is where they spend 20 minutes trying to find each other after they lose each other in the fog. Uh, I don't even think fault. I don't even think I'm exaggerating. I think it was actually it around was, like 20 minutes. Well, it was it was very close to that because uh George disappears at the 30 minute mark, which thank God. Uh but no, he I'd say it was like 10. Let's go 10 minutes cuz really? yes, cuz we have to have the scene uh later at the sand trap. Which Ugh. also took an inordinate amount of time. I mean, it was the whole, the whole, them finding each other was at least 30 minutes. So, and, and kind of like, let me explain this to you. The way that that worked was she stands there in front of her mother's destroyed, uh, you know, like obelisk that she had down there. Uh, you know, she's like standing there and you look at George in the background, which is very fuzzy because they, they are focused in on Marie's face the entire damn time. Or, or Jocelyn. I think, honest to God, Mickey had a thing for Jocelyn because he was staring at her face. I'm telling you. Constantly forcing her to look directly into the camera. She all looks. All the time. She is a discount Famke Jensen. She, I, I mean, it's and it's it's a nice Famke Jensen. It's a it's a discount that you, you wouldn't mind going and getting. This isn't like a great value brand. This is at least the, the HEB brand you know, version <laughs> of stuff. It's like, you know, yeah, it's slightly cheaper than Kraft, but, you know, it's still really, really good. In fact, I prefer it over that. Not so much in this place because really it's Famke. You can't really not prefer Famke. Anyways, Jensen. but yes, Jocelyn Donahue looks like Famke Jensen a lot, and they kept staring at her face because we see this while we're staring at Jocelyn or, or Marie's face uh, while she's looking aghast at her mother's destroyed obelisk. Uh, George just like nopes out he runs I, I, to the corner he I like literally he, hauls ass i think he said i'm gonna go find the caretaker but his his role is so easily Bitchy. overlooked Annoying. like he's just he nobody gives a damn about george no because he's an asshole <laughs> well nobody the, the, nobody the, gives the five a shit. seconds that he's being a nice guy he's like like even she has to be like i'm really sorry you know, honest to God, I think what happened here was we came in, in on, a, on a relationship that we didn't even know about. I think for some reason, George, and it only makes sense like this, George was the guy that she friend-zoned like years ago and she didn't want to deal with his ass while her mom was going through whatever the fuck she was going through. Mm -hmm. And then she's just like, I just need somebody to be there. So he was like, all right, cool, let's go ahead and do this. He was really hoping something that would happen, but he was getting more and more the, the idea that, no, nothing's going to be happening. Until she, at the like the midway point when she's talking to him later, she's like, "Let's just let's just go back." And he'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah," because he got stupid excited about that shit. He did. That was weird. It was a little creepy. But let's go ahead and get back to the the wandering around in the fog because it's a very foggy place. This they are in Florida. I don't care what anybody says. That's fucking Florida. Like <laughs> everything around there is Florida. I do want to see where it was actually filmed because I'm sure it is Florida. It, it probably was Florida, uh, but. So what happens at this point is she gets lost. She thinks she sees him in. Yep, told you, Florida. Oh, uh, you found she it. thinks Yay. that, uh, uh, like, she sees George on the beach that looks like a, an exact duplicate of the beach from the uh, the yellow video by Coldplay because it's this long stretch of absolutely fucking nothing, and she's just like George, and he there's like a little dot of him like in the corner, like. How the fuck would he have gone that far? And how does she know it was George? If she, if like, she the, knows like that there's other people. Like, you can't even see him. Because this is... Because she actually... Didn't she already see um, Miss Emily? Or, or something like that. Yeah, Somebody so saw her at saw, the funeral, so they she, saw the funeral down there. So she so she saw Miss Emily, who's this creepy old lady. And so she knows that there's other people there on the island. Why I would guess. she automatically assume that that was George? Because she's an idiot. She's got, like, way better than 20-20 vision. I, I guess. Maybe she just, yeah, like, zoomed in on him. But yes, we, we are introduced to Miss Emily, who is an older lady who kind of zones out and I guess is dying. And runs the flower shop. Yes. We get we get a little bit of information on that one. When she goes to the flower shop before going to the creepy guy's house, so I guess that's a plus or a minus. I can't tell which on that one. That was a weird situation. Uh, but yes, uh, so 
Finally, she finds George, who was looking around for her. Blah, 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 blah. Let's go ahead and try to find some place. They drive up to the sand trap. How they found the sand trap in the first place, I don't know. We they... do see creepy people in the graveyard, though. Oh, that is... well, yeah, for like a second. That's yeah. like for, and we don't really get a whole lot of that either. Uh, but yes, the 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 sand trap has several uh, people inside of it. Uh, they keep asking where the caretaker guy is. Everybody keeps laughing. There's one guy who's dancing. It reminded me a little like um, a little bit of um, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks had a little bit where there was like somebody was playing on the jukebox and like somebody was dancing kind of weird in yeah. the corner. Well, then yes, that is exactly like that because um, that little old man was dancing so weird. Yeah, and then uh, we get George decides to bribe people. Which, again, that's how I know you're not from the South, man. That would actually probably piss Pisses people off. Pisses off, yeah. It's just like, the second you, you, you walk up here, it's like, hey, maybe if anybody could help me and you pull out like $100, I'd be like, bro. No, I don't want to help you. Fuck you. Because you're a dick. Because <laughs> he was a dick. He, which he is fine. Was. But they tried to go ahead and get the caretaker on the radio. So that means that George has to go into a completely different room alone without his girlfriend, wife, whatever the hell he is. To Marie. Uh, Marie then gets talked to by a fisherman who tells her some stuff. Uh, it was actually kind of a fairly, like, creepy interaction. It was. Which, which was really good. I mean, I will say that the interaction at that point was really good. I feel like her like, interactions with other people are good. Yeah. But not her... Dealing with anything <sighs> else outside or even with the You George know what? Part. Even then, though, I feel like it wasn't her. I feel like it wasn't her. I feel like the direction on this movie was. I not feel like very the good. the maybe the or at least the writing was bad. Maybe that's what it is because her her I mean, acting like, was was. We're gonna insult Mickey uh, no matter what we do at this point because it just there was a hell of a lot that just pissed us off. So, it, you know, it could have been her, but at least when she she does stuff and she has energy for it, like Jocelyn Donahue was able to give out a decent performance. Not so much with the writing and everything else, uh, you know, except for was it Swanberg? I think isn't it? Yeah, uh, Joe Swanberg. You can, dude. I don't know. Go, go to the annex. Do something else because you pissed me the hell off on that shit. <laughs> like the entire time, this was a terrible character for you to be playing. If you're trying to be playing a character where it's like, oh no, this is a great character for me to be. Uh, you know, I, I can play the douchey guy. It's like you're gonna end up like Ethan Embry and be like the wife beater for the rest of your life at the end of this. Because they're, everybody's going to see you like, oh yeah, no, this is the greatest douchebag I've ever seen. Let's go ahead and put him in a movie where he can be the asshole that nobody wants to, to survive. You don't want to so do that for die. the rest of your life, dude. Don't do that. Because that's what happens. Basically, uh, they uh, <laughs> he comes back out. He's like, oh yeah, we couldn't get a hold of the guy. They keep calling him the caretaker. Don't ever use the guy's name, which is a little weird to me. Uh, but after being creeped out, that's when uh, Marie is like, oh, no, I, I, we should go. We should go ahead and get the hell out of here. So they try to leave the island, but unfortunately, the island puts up barriers uh, to prevent them from doing so, which was really funny. We don't get to see that just yet, though. We get the bullshit like, oh, yeah, uh, let me tell you exactly what happened here and uh, why everything's bad, because we also get that explanation twice in the movie, too. Yes. Where it's like, oh, yeah, my mom. Two times, she... three times. I, I want to say it was three times because I'm counting the uh, the the brother, the uncle uh, explanation as well. Who we thought was the dad because we got no explanation for his character until until the very the freaking epilogue. end. Yeah. yeah. So basically, so weird. what happens is is that when Ava, uh, Marie's mother, was going through her lucid period, she had an explanation where, uh, oh, I don't want to go back to the island because if I go back there, uh, my soul gets stolen because. Uh, back in the day, the the people who were there couldn't survive until a man washed up out of the sea. And then he said, don't worry, I'll go ahead and help you. You just have to do what I tell you and give me your souls or something like that. So he's a demon. All right, cool. And then, of course, for some reason, George slams on the brakes, gets outside, and is like, I can't believe this bullshit. How dare you talk to me about this crap? Because she's talking to George and telling him all that. And George is like a complete asshole about it and is like gets all frustrated and gets out of the car. Well, of course, he gets out of the car, which screws up their time frame. They end up driving and getting lost because it keeps cut. The, the straightaway road keeps cutting off in dead ends. And then George freaks out and then crashes the car into a fucking tree. Which I thought was hilarious. Because so he like literally like he took that corner going twelve miles an hour and yet he completely totaled the car. Yeah, 
the funniest damn thing in the entire world. Yeah. But yeah, it was a cute little scene when, when they do that. And that's one of the things that we saw in the trailer, yes. which is uh, they drive up uh, to a like a set of bushes and the, the road goes uh, into a dead end. And they're like, wait, what's happening here? This, is, uh, this isn't the road that we came across or something like that. It's like, well, there's only one road. How did you miss the turn? Well, go backwards. They reverse and there's more foliage. And they're like, holy shit. But... You know, it doesn't show the part where he turns off the road like a spaz and slams into a, a random it, tree it thing. Does. Believe it, it does? or not, it does. It, oh, okay. it shows a tree thing. Maybe I just zoned but out on that. I one. also did not think that he was, you know, be, being that dumb about it. No! So, so that happens. She has a flashback to whenever her mom uh, is in one of her lucid periods and she's keeps yelling at her, don't call me ma, like repeatedly. And that, that was. And she keeps calling her ma. And I'm like, if my mom, I don't care how out of it, you know, like if my mom says, don't call me ma. Okay, I'll call you mom. Mom. How how difficult is that? You know, the part that I didn't understand though was, was if you cut that entire sequence out. It does nothing. Like it, there's nothing. Yeah. So if you had taken that sequence from the end of the movie where she's sitting there and it's the whole explanation. It's like, don't let them take yes, my bones here. They and you had moved there. that there. And then you got rid of the ma part. Because that was just awkward and made me feel uncomfortable. Right. Like, if you had just done that, it would have made a little bit more sense and we wouldn't have had that dumbass sequence at the end. And you probably could have used that time to do anything else than what with you did with ending. it. With the ending. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Marie wakes up. Uh, George, here's the horn. Yeah, yeah. George is gone. We hear the horn of the bridge going up. She runs out there. She can't get into the bridge. She runs back into town. The town is empty. It's Silent Hill. Literally Silent Hill because pretty there's cool crap looking, though. all over the place. There's, there's a pretty. It's pretty cool looking, there's though. There's fog. Lots and part. lots of fog. The, I will say this about this movie. The sound on it really screwed it up. They were fucked on the sound. Like, the not just the sound mixing, because every now and then, like, there was a portion where she's walking. At, at this point, she begins to walk around the town, and she's very lost, and we keep looking at her face for some reason. Nothing else is happening. But there is certain sequences where we're supposed to be hearing sounds that are, you can't. You can barely hear it. We cranked everything up, but we had this, we wouldn't even have known if, we didn't have the subtitles, subtitles on. We have the subtitles <laughs> it's on. It's jazz music's playing. I was like, I don't hear shit. I don't hear shit. So that happened. Oh, uh, the violin, of course, during like, you know, jump scare scenes or like creepy scenes that are supposed to be jarring. They have like the sudden violinist playing, you know, something. Even then, something happens at that point to make it, it grabs your attention. It's supposed to draw your attention to something that happened multiple times and there was nothing there. Nothing. There was nothing and, in and the we, corners. We were wound. We looked. We couldn't find anything. Nothing. And it wasn't even the end of the scene where, like, okay, you know, we, we have, the, like, the, the violin sting, and then it shifts to something completely different. It was like, oh, now she walks forward ten more feet in the same direction that she was going with absolutely nothing there. Right. Oh, uh, the whispering. Yeah, the, the whispering. His, like, nothing comes up from that. We don't see people, like, behind her mm-hmm. in the corners or anything like that. We don't even get to figure out what the whispering is. Is it her? Is it, like, voices in her head? Is it the god? Is it the, the people who are stuck on the island? We have no fucking clue. And it just gets really goddamn annoying. Calm down. I'm just saying, like, it pissed me off. Like, I was like, there was something good here. There's a bit with, uh, she's, during this whole sequence before we get to the, the, oh yeah, that's right, there's an old lady with a a flower shop, I should check on her. There's this part where she runs into the Museum of History, and in there, there's like an audio recording that's going on. It's like, have you angered God? And I'm like... Where, where is that? What, Why what? don't you play the rest of this? Like, show me, like, give me something. Give me something that I can work with on that. Because, like, I don't I don't know the rest of the sequence. All I'm hearing is, have you angered God? Is that really happening? Is there, like, you know, another... Is it the demon? Like, like we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. So, that happens. She runs out of the museum, right? And then is she it, goes to the... Go ahead. You know what this is? It's Phantoms. It's Phantoms. I thought you they liked were, Phantoms. I love Phantoms. They did a shitty version of Phantoms. Oh. Like, literally, it was a shitty version of Phantoms. Ah. God damn it. Anyway. So that happens. 
<laughs> so she uh, runs she, out. Of, she runs out of the history museum. She uh, remembers the flower. Yeah, yeah remembers the flower, lady. the flower lady. Eventually, runs to the flower lady. She runs in there. She actually is calling out to Miss Emily. Uh, and then we have another jarring violin scene or, or sound. Uh, and then we see Miss Emily with her eyeballs all white and that's it. And she's just like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And she just keeps yelling that. And I'm like, she, that is so rude. She yells it for like three minutes. What's wrong with you? And then it, and then it cuts and it then she's out, running. And then she's running around again. I'm like, so did you kill the little old lady? Like what happened did to Miss Emily? Was she just standing there? Did you check on her? Is did she, she have dead? a seizure? Did she have a seizure and she's just standing there? Like, like what happened to her? It was silly. Did you find out what was wrong with her since you kept yelling what's wrong with you In over her and over again? So like we don't know what happened with Miss Emily. Is we that like know. a New Yorker thing? Like they, let's like let's not have any like you know, empathy for somebody. Let's say, what's wrong with you? If what's you, wrong with you? If you are from New York, though, please let us know if that's a normal thing. Yeah, please do, because that's that's down here. That's not what we do. We would probably, if there was a little old lady standing and her eyes were glazed over like the the fog, we probably would have checked on her, or at least tried to like let her lay down or something like that. It's like you know she's gonna hurt herself. Let's go ahead and try laying her down. But no, I'm gonna go ahead and run through the street. She just ran through the street. And then what what happened? Oh, she goes to the end and does she go to the Oh no, she she, she meets gets, the dude, right? She yeah. meets the brother. Um who who we don't know is the brother. We think it's her dad for like all the rest of the movie until the very very end yeah. whenever they explain that that was the brother. Well, so she runs back into the sand trap. And that's when everybody's frozen inside of the sand trap. Yes, that's right. And, and Oh, oh, the cut the the slow. Oh thing. yeah. So they undercranked the film at this point, like some movie from two thousand six. Or late eighties or late nineties, nineteen ninety eight. You don't do to 2004. that. Two thousand four, unless there are actually things happening. Or if you can't, if somebody grabs the arm, that does not give you justification to slow crank the thing. What was the movie with Keanu Reeves in it where he was the bad guy? It was like that. Oh, I like that movie though. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like there are bits in this movie the where Watcher? probably the Watcher. Or, or something like something. that and it, it's like it's it's like bits like that like that and that is the only point That's in time it. that he undercranks the, the camera that is it and, and there was no reason for it so we were like what just happened so we, she gets yeah. away from the undercrank of the movie she gets away she runs this is whenever she she meets the dad uncle yeah he's like you need to get the hell out of here and he's like follow me i'll get you out of here i have a boat she's like no i can't leave george he's like fuck george and they just run they both run because apparently at that point she's like yeah fuck george like she like he like they literally don't even say anything but it's like i can't leave without george he's like let's run and she does it she's and like, i'm like okay. all right Fuck George. <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right. So um, they run into the house. Um, he tells her where to get the boat keys. We do get an explanation at this point uh, as to what's going on, which is uh, he, he knows who her mom is. We understand that part. Mm -hmm. We also get the explanation as to why he's doing stuff. So he knew that she would probably show up, and he made sure that he was the last man out, which is what they, they, the, they call him, uh, because he... Is the only one that stays awake. Yeah, during the time period because they're the demon sucks up all the energy from the tourists, and I don't understand the rest of it because it got a little stupid. So and the people, I guess. I guess, like I don't know what like happens the, with it. The like, people are puppets. Springtime ends the energy or something like that, and that I I don't know. So it's like they're sitting on a battery, and whenever tourists come, it sucks up all the tourist energy. And then whenever the tourists leave, then that's whenever the demon comes out and eats all, and the, eats all the energy. energy or something. And, and you know, the, and the, the deal that they made with as a, as a town meant that uh, they could live however they wanted to. They would have free will up until their death, at which point they become little finger puppets. Yes. Yeah. And OK, cool, whatever. But apparently that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he is dead. Anyway, so. She yeah she gets the the boat key. Mm -hmm. He hears something upstairs, so he goes out to check it out. This is the most one of the most frustrating parts. So he tells her, the, you know, the boat guy is like, "Look out that window! I'm gonna go up here. The you front stay door. down. Watch, yeah. watch the front door. Yeah, you you stay down here. Don't come upstairs." And she's like yelling at him the entire time. It's like, "What was that noise? What happened? Are you okay?" 
What did you hear? Did you see something? Well, there's fucking people all around him trying to get into the stupid house. Like, and, and, oh. and we have this sequence where we're looking at her in the, uh, like, a mirror, and nothing happens with that either. Mm-hmm. We don't see somebody, like, crawling around in the background. We don't see somebody, like, walking up behind her. We get nothing. And then she picks up a flashlight, goes upstairs, and when we spend, like, good three minutes walking from room to room doing... Another sequence from another horror movie. I don't remember which it is, but like every time she shines the light away and it it uh, she keeps she kept shining the light in the camera. That was another thing that pissed me. That off. that was annoying. But so what it was was you get the scene. She walks from left to right, and she's got the light on, and then the light disappears. And as soon as the light disappears, we're looking at another camera angle where she's walking in towards. Up, it. she's walking up the stairs to the yeah. attic. Yeah, yeah. She does the the attic part. She does no. She kept doing that. Like the oh. entire sequence. Was okay. Her okay. randomly disappearing and then walking from a different you know direction towards the light. And I was like, okay, this is your film school student shit. Like, stop it stop it and then she walks into a room that is covered in uh like newspaper i i I thought there would have been something more with that maybe we missed that part maybe we didn't pause on that no there was there was nothing else we don't we don't see anything else and i i was paying attention but there was nothing but newspaper and then she thinks she hears something she sees the the weird tendril things on the ground and then she sees them going into the boat guy boat guy is completely what did you call those uh, sargasso. 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 It's it's the the weed, the seaweed. Um. So it's yeah. It's like crawling up into the guy's nose and mouth. He goes oh, and then he goes oh, like he's like trying to run towards her. She pulls out a flare gun. Shoots him right in the face. And he explodes. Which this was a good fire effect. It was. I will say that this was a decent fire effect. I think this is where most of the money went. Uh. He. She runs out. Marie runs out. We don't see the building on fire, but this is when she decides, fuck this shit, I'm getting a gun. She gets a gun, but she only gets six bullets. And That's then it. she gets a, she hears a phone call. Or, or no, no, she she had heard a, uh, a radio call from George in the, the boatman's house before she saw the sargasso bit. And he's like, ah, come to the bridge. So she hauls ass She's over like, the bridge. She's like, I'm coming, George, I'm coming. So she goes, and then we see George. And he is fucked up. He is obviously not George. Yeah, and he's like, ah, I'm the demon. Your mama left. Hell on earth is going to go, or like, a fate worse than death is going to be for her. I am salvation. I'm the only god. This island is the palm of my hand. The people are my fingers. Yada, yada, yada. Jerk off, jerk off, jerk off. Anyway, uh, she's like, well, I'm going to get the hell out of here. And the demon's like, oh, no, you ain't. I'm going to use George's mighty athletic prowess to, to... Completely you submit you. Yeah, and then she shoots him. Once, and then and he goes it. down and like George, a bitch. George dies. Big surprise. Done. So she, this is probably one of my favorite parts, though, because you always wonder, like, well, how the hell does she know how to do that? That was funny. So the bridge that she needs to lower, uh, she actually goes into, she breaks into the bridge house by, you know, shooting the last five of her six bullets. And then dropping the gun because she doesn't need that gun anymore. So she watches a a how-to video from Encyclopedia Britannica. For a, it's a, so it's a training video for how to lower the bridge, and she has to fast forward throughout hope the whole thing because you know it has to tell the history of the bridge and all that stuff. So she's fast forwarding, and I'm like, I really like this part because it, was... it you wonder like, okay, how the hell does she was she gonna know how to lower the bridge? Like there, it it obviously is not just a down button. You have to flip this switch and flip this switch and do this and whatever. I do like I that this it. is the, the equivalent of using YouTube for your, uh, like, learning how to do something. It's like, ah, yes, don't worry, I have the, the film training manual right here. Let me fast forward it. And she figures it out. I really did like that part. The bridge goes down. She runs. She waits. Like, instead of just taking up, like, like just freaking sprinting up the bridge as much as she can until it's, like, slowly lowering. She just waits until the bridge lowers all the way down, and then she books it. Oh, you know, probably that was a safety thing for them. Sure. Like for on the film, they're just like, no, 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 we have to stay off of it. The safety just, guy is saying, like, regulators wait. say, don't do it because you'll fall into the, you know, just don't do it. We'll just, we'll just wait. And so they do. And she runs and she runs and she runs and she runs into a red filter. 
because it turns out Bridgman has been waiting there this entire time. He's like, I got a gun on you. By far my favorite my favorite acting in this movie. And if only she had had some sort of weapon, she probably could have overpowered the bridge guy. Because, you but know, she he didn't. has a shotgun and he's like, I know how to use this thing. I'll shoot you. And I'll do it. He's like, it's salvation over there, honey. We gotta go back. Because, yeah. you know, I wish I had as much salvation as you do. So, basically what's happening is, is that he is pretty sure that uh, the, the town is heaven. Uh, but uh, he's not allowed to go that way because he's serving the god because the god has told him that he would get whatever the hell he wanted after that. Marie tells him no. Uh, says, no, no, that over there, that's not heaven, that's hell. And he's like, no, it's not. Screw you, bitch. You're walking back. Don't you say that. Don't I, you say that. And then we get more walking where Marie is literally walked all the way back to the cemetery, which... From what we saw previously, that cemetery is kind of a bitch to get to. It's a while through the town. Very far. And down the beach. Yeah. So And it, around the corner. It had to have taken a good 30-odd minutes, which she was not able to do anything about. Uh, so she she gets into the cemetery. And, you know, what's, her, what's his name? Tells her, like, I can't go in there, so you're on your own. Bridgman. Yes. So she she walks in and this is wherever we hear all the whispers. Whisper, 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 whisper. That leads to fucking nothing. Yeah. Because so it's they whisper, they whisper, 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 and the whispering is getting louder and louder, and you're just like, oh god, and then it stops. And then she turns and then there's nothing. And there, then there's she, some lanterns. She picks up a lantern. And then she walks forward, and then this is whenever she sees her mother's grave that has been opened. We also had like more whispering. That is whenever the whispering should have stopped. Yeah. Whenever she sees the mother's grave. You could have cut that, that whole sequence with her picking up the lantern. It was ridiculous. You didn't have to do any of that. So she turns around and she sees her mother standing there. She freaks out, obviously. That's a decent reaction. And then she asks her mother, are you my old friend? That was a weird I don't sequence. remember that even coming up in any of their other are conversations. Are you my old friend? It was, a, it was a weird statement. It was like, why would you? Why? Like if they had said that, like... You know, previously. Maybe uh, maybe we just missed that part. It, uh, but so her mother takes off all the way down the beach. Uh, she follows her. Her mother runs like right next to the ocean and she turns around. And this is actually pretty freaking cool. Like, I will say that it was a pretty cool scene on this part. So her mother turns around and there's lightning and there's giant waves crashing. And then we see a huge thing that's in the ocean. That's just standing there. This big tentacle thingy. We don't know exactly I what it was. I think it was Cthulhu uh, without being Cthulhu. I don't think it was Cthulhu. Well, I think, yeah. I think it's supposed to be Cthulhu because this is clearly something like, this is Shadow of Myth, but not as good. Because even you mentioned that some of the uh, mannequin heads that we saw earlier they had, had fins. Yeah, they yeah. had fins. They had fins on their head. So the Missed mom turns man. around, puts her hand out, gets yanked out into the water, uh, and that's when... Marie goes, ah, I know now. I see it as the town behind her is looking at her. And then we have a flickering uh, as though... A lot of flickering in this movie. Like it was the the trailer and we were playing like the music sting. And then it stops. It goes blank. We go back to the mom sequence. This is where we get the explanation as, don't you let them put me in that grave. Even though we had like two other things that said she didn't want to come back here. Right. We didn't need that sequence. Right. We you know We already it, knew that. Yeah, we, we sh- already freaking knew we that. We all knew that. And then it cuts to the epilogue, which we've had little uh Oh, Marie's eyes do change though. Yeah, which was stupid because I guess she died. I don't know how this works. Because you're supposed to be not dead yet. She, but accepted, she just died. She accepted the demon. Uh for some it, reason. Well, it was her old friend, I guess. Uh and then we have the sequence, which is two people come into the flower shop. Marie is now working at the flower shop. Uh, the people wish they could stay forever. Maria says, get the hell out. Uh, they leave. And then she smiles at the camera like we didn't know something where she's a devil. I don't understand that part. That pissed me off. <laughs> the end. The, the end. Kiss my ass, Mickey. Look, I, I get... I really I, wanted this to be better. I wanted it to be so much better. It had so much potential. There you know what? Is... It wasn't even... I, there are things that I could have sucked it up and I would have liked it. And then they shit the bed at the end. It's not even just Again. the ending part. Like, I I mean, you did a great job with, uh, with, with, with making me pissed off and hate Joe Swanberg. You made you did a great job on that. You should have called him Joe, not not George. George is 
too much of a bitch name on there. Well, he was a bit of a bitch. Uh, I'm just saying, like, compared to, like, when you add it to him being a bitch, like, you can have a, a strong George, but, you like, you couldn't do that with him being also the whiny little bitch at the same time. I'm just like, that's that's a chunky name for that. So he didn't like George. We didn't like the mom. Oh, he didn't like anybody. They Everybody all... sucked, including, uh, you know, Jocelyn Donahue. She was doing okay, but she just kept staring at shit. She like, was directed to stare at shit, honey. I, he, you know, you know what? Her, her acting was probably the better. And then, of course, there's always um, the the guy who played the Bridgman. Shit, what was his name? Can't remember. What's his name? What's his name? Richard Blake. There Blake? you go. That Blake. guy. Blake. Richard Blake. I freaking love that guy. So he was obviously my favorite character in this whole thing. And they should have given him more screen time. They really should have. Well, I, you know, I do like the fact that he came out there and he was completely hooked in on the other. You know, he was, he was a believer compared to everybody else. He was great. Couldn't deal with anything on that. Great. All right, what are you going to rate this? Because this is just bad. I'm giving it four flickery, undercranked camera shots out of ten. Because even though there were bits of it that I really did like, it is not going to be something that you're going to enjoy. Which that's kind of my like. It, can you just put it on? Like that's a five. Yeah. Six is I kind of enjoyed it. Four is uh no. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing this one. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a, a I'll give it a four out of ten sargasso. Sargasso. Going up your nose. Yep, and your eyeballs. I don't know. I this could have been better, this could have been worse. Have you ever watched a movie like that where you just you wished it was better? Like there could have been something else happening. Like you know, it's not even like the last shift where it was so like, oh my god, it was really really good up until the end, which made it terrible. There was enough terrible crap happening through this, so my my expectations never blew out of proportion. But this was just like sad. If you're gonna make it a freaking water, like if you're near the ocean, do Cthulhu. Like I feel like you cannot go wrong with Cthulhu. If there's a giant thing coming out of the water. Nine times, 9.5 times out of 10, people are going to think it's Cthulhu. I mean, especially if it's supposed to be some sort of old god. And it's technically, like, yeah, it's should, freaking the, Cthulhu. If you didn't put the damn tentacles in there, you didn't, we wouldn't have had to deal with you it. You put the fins on the mannequin. You put fish fins on mannequins Is and you Dagon? didn't say Cthulhu or Dagon or anything else. Like, like come on, man. Oh, you know, wasted it, opportunities. Yeah. Well, what about you? Uh, did you have any wasted opportunities? Do you have uh, any any care for this? Let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com is going to be the best way to reach a whole, out to us. You can reach out to us on our website, ESAT3AM.com, on Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM, or uh, you can get to us on, I don't know if it's still Spotify, because like Spotify took over Anchor. So, really? Yeah. Oh. So it may, may be, uh, I, I think we still have anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m., but we'll, we'll see. We'll find Le- out. Leave us a voicemail. If it doesn't let you, then you know what? Y'all weren't talking to us anyways. We're very, very upset about that. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's Except cool, for man. the few people who did. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for that. Thank you to you guys. Anyways, we will talk to you next time. Next time is John's pick, so hopefully he'll he will pick something not oh, so no, shitty. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna auger this bitch in. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> if it's purposely shitty, then you know that's that's help. acceptable. Let's put some spoons up. You know, ask Mark how his uh, sex life is. That's how. Uh, let's go bad on this. How's his sex life? All right. Later. All right. Bye.